Um, my favorite healthy food, I'd have to say, is probably kale or any kind of fruit, especially strawberries. I really, really like strawberries. They're really good. <laughs> um, it's a little uh, weird that I'm saying that, though, because I have like a mild, mild strawberry allergy, but they're really good. So you have to make some sacrifices sometimes. Um, and my favorite unhealthy-ish food, I'd have to say... Um, probably cookies or like anything like spicy, I guess. I really like spicy food. Um, and I bake cookies like all the time. They're my favorite dessert and this is my favorite thing to bake. Um, thank you, Gabe, for saying my cookies are good. Um, that means a lot. And, um, yeah, that's, those are, those are my foods. So I guess I nominate someone now. So I nominate Grace. Okay, so I I love cooking. Some people know that, mm-hmm. but I hate eating food. I'm one of the most pickiest people <laughs> you ever meet in your life. I will cook it, but I won't eat it if I don't like it. It's just something about me. My favorite healthy food is probably all fruits and vegetables. Like I love. And they're really, really nice. They're green, they're orange. It's healthy, it's healthy. My favorite unhealthy food. I know I love donuts. I haven't had one in a while. I'm already crazy. Um, pizza also, but I try to limit it as much as I can. I'm a shy. Wait, I see my. Shiloh went already. It's my yeah, turn. I'm the last person. Okay, go Maya. Um, so I think Matt Madison knows this. I'm a big foodie. Like food is everything to me. I'm married to food. Like that's my relationship. Um, food comes first in everything. Um, I de- Ugh, okay. So because I have a lot of food, I can't choose. Like it's like come on. Um, so my mom just made like a a, a pico de gallo with um um corn and and beans and it was like it it was like this dressing that you put over your salad um that was delicious um so i guess i can say that's a healthy something um food that i probably shouldn't have for those who don't know i eat dirt like i'm allergic to nuts i'm allergic to dairy i mean i don't have dairy it means that i shouldn't but i do every once in a while but that's our little secret um I um I definitely love macaroni and cheese. Me and macaroni and cheese have a whole relationship like yeah, that's my love. Um <laughs> anytime they ask for like Thanksgiving or Christmas like what what do you want to eat? Mac and cheese, please. Like it won't it probably won't even go with the menu that we have, but I'm like macaroni and cheese, please. Thank you. Um so I think I can I can say that. Um Yeah. And chips. Chips are awesome. Chips, barbecue, honey barbecue. Yeah. Those, that's my one true love right there. Um, but yeah, food is food is awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, what's interesting is that I just want to call to to call attention to the fact that um you know, many people, I think we all have a relationship with food, you know, 
Um, but some of us have a relationship with food that is not rooted in love or health, right? Like true love, like God's love. Um, and so in fact, some of us have a relationship with food that might be actually toxic, right? Um, you know, overeating, um, eating emotionally, um, eating, you know, and like, you know, I mean, it's the reality, right? There are different kinds of um, disordered eating. Um, you know, we, we know about bulimia, anorexia, um, like food is such a weird thing because it's something that is supposed to be used for fuel, but the reality is, is that sometimes we eat socially, right? Like when we have a party, like one of the first things, if you're throwing a party, one of the first things you do is you figure out what's the menu, right? Like we gather around food, right? So it all, it even matches up with the scripture for the week that Acts 42, Acts 2.42, that they didn't stop gathering, they didn't stop fellowshipping and they didn't stop eating bread. Well, eating, when they said break bread, they're just talking about eating and worshiping and learning the doctrines of God. And so food, it, 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 it brings people to the yard. <laughs> it brings people to your home. Um, it brings people to the table. And, you know, when I think about um, each of our dinner tables, right, or breakfast table, wherever you eat, um, in a sense, it can also be this like sacred time. You know, it's the time where maybe your family, um, you know, depending on like we all have, I guess, like we have traditions when it comes to eating our food. Some of us have the tradition of eating together, devices off, you know, no TV, that kind of thing. Some of us, we gather and eat around the TV. Some of us gather and eat in a circle on the floor. Like there's just so many different ways. Some people eat without their left hand. They only use their right hand to eat uh, because the left hand is considered to be dirty, right? Um, there's just so many different things when it comes to food. And I wanna venture to say that no one particular way of eating is like, you have to do what works for you, right? If you're a vegan, praise God, go ahead with your vegan self. Like no meat, no dairy, go ahead. Like, you know, but for some people that doesn't work for them, you know, um, and for others, some, some of the ways that we eat is actually in relationship to our lifestyle, our, you know, our upbringing, how were you raised, you know? Um, and that will have a lot to do with what you might eat. I remember talking to my dad. Uh, my dad was born in Panama in Central America. And I remember talking to him about their experience once they migrated to or immigrated to um, to the U.S., they immigrated to Philadelphia. And he was telling me how they moved from Panama to this um um, predominantly African-American neighborhood in West Philly and how when they moved to this neighborhood in Philly, um, there was no access to the same foods that they would eat back home, right? Um, and so their palate had to change. The, the plantain was probably not available, you know, the same way 
Um, maybe the type of peas that my grandma used to use to make rice and peas with wasn't available. Maybe the coconut milk was not available. All these kinds of things um, may have not been readily available to them in the 50s and 60s um, growing up in Philadelphia. And so I just want to honor our family traditions when it comes to food. I want to honor our um, friendship traditions, right? Like some of us have friends. Like I know of a group of women who at the end of the year, they all go out for a meal, right? I know people who um, when it's their, you know, anytime it's like in our household, whenever we do well um, at the end of the semester, you get on the honor roll, dean's list or whatever, we celebrate, we usually celebrate by going out to eat, you know? And so I just think it's really cool that we can honor each other um, with food. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm kind of like in this place, um, you know, I just had a birthday and I am kind of like in this place where I am rediscovering food, rediscovering like food's purpose, but also I used to kind of think that certain food was bad. Not necessarily that that particular food doesn't work well with my healthy lifestyle and living, you know? And I think that, I, I just wanna encourage everybody out there that's listening um, to seek God when it comes to what you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you should not eat or drink, you know? Um, I think that food is one of those things that we kind of just think, oh, let me just go get something to eat. <laughs> but have we like, and maybe people will be like, oh, she's just so deep. This is not that serious. Like, it's just food. Um, but maybe there's like, look at, um, what's his name? Samson, right? And how God gave his mother a specific regimen for his life, right? Don't cut his hair. And he's supposed to eat this and not eat this, drink this, not drink that, because this dude is the, is the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the realist. Um, that maybe God has a special blueprint for each and every one of us concerning food. And I know there's people, um, Christian people, who will say, well, the diet that you're supposed to have is a completely strictly vegan diet, you know? Um, okay, that may be your conviction, but that may not be everybody's, right? I do believe in being healthy. I want to be healthy. I want everybody to be healthy. Um, but I don't think we should be regulating what people should eat. What do y'all think? Um, yeah, I definitely think that's true. Like we can't regulate what other people kind of should eat. And I guess I'm also saying that selfishly because I don't want anyone telling me what I can and cannot eat because certain foods are just that good. But um, something it's kind of, off the topic, but on the topic um, that I was thinking about, we have to be really careful with what we eat, especially like at this age, because um, like right now you might be eating like all this junk or whatever. I don't know how you guys eat, but, um, and then you're like, um, yeah, it's not doing anything to me. I feel fine. I could still run track. I could still, you know, go do this, go do that. When you get older, those certain things and the way you treated your body when you were younger start to manifest themselves in different ways when you get older. And especially like I know in my family and just in the Afro African American community, like as a whole, there's like a lot of health issues, um, like heart issues, diabetes, um, 
just so many different uh, cancer, so many different things. And not that they can be like fully avoided, but if you drink your water, you eat like healthily, watch your weight, watch what you eat and things like that, then you can either avoid them or like minimize the effect that they have on you. Because I know for me, like I didn't realize how serious some of the things um, in my family were. And I was like, wow, I really have to watch out. I can't, this is not a joke. And I think that sometimes we feel like, especially as kids that we're kind of like immortal, like in a way, like whatever we do, we're like, oh yeah, like this is not gonna kill me, I'll be fine. Or like, well, that's just kind of how I think. And certain things, it's kind of like a reality check when you see what can happen to you like that you're a human being, what can happen to you if you actually don't take care of yourself and don't, you know, watch certain things, so. Thank you for, for saying that. Um, so if you all would like more information about healthy eating, um, we can definitely share that with you. Just go ahead and email me at chaplain at ta.edu. Um, you know, the prophet Ellen White, um, talks a lot about healthy eating and not just healthy eating, healthy living. Um, and so I'm happy to share some of that information with any of you who may be struggling or might be interested um, in healthy eating or healthy living. Just let me know. Um, so I'm going to pray for us now. So God, we just want to say thank you for this week's episodes around healthy eating and healthy living. Lord, I pray that you would encourage us, that you would give us the desires of our heart concerning healthy living, and that you would help us to continue to see your glory being revealed in everything that we do, including eating and including um, what we drink um, and even what, how we prepare food for others. Um, help us to um, have better discernment and better self-control as it pertains to what we put into our bodies. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.